Welcome back to the 413 Keeper League podcast. Today we're going to be doing uh, a little round table. Going over the matchups uh, as we near round one here. And we're going to talk about what's going on around the league. And uh, delve into each matchup uh, individually. And then just kind of get everybody's take on it. We're with Brad from the Debs and Pro from the Bombers. So when we get back, we're going to jump right into it. All right, we're back. So the way we're going to do this is we're going to go from we're going to go over the matchups that are kind of um, kind of over already, out of hand, and then we're going to delve into the ones that still uh, that are going to be very interesting over the over the weekend. So first one we're going to start off with is Cam and uh, Cam and Joe. Joe right now has what a, I think a two hundred and fifty point league. Um, there's two days left after tonight. It's it's over. The Juice Heads, highest scoring team all year, highest scoring team this week, or this matchup, or this round, not uh, not surprising at all. So they'll, they're going to roll into next round. Can't put up a decent fight to uh, first week, but Joe, he's got the best team. They pulled away this week. So I thought after day one, Cam was up, I think. He was up. 40, 50. I thought the matchup was over. <laughs> I was ready to say Cam's moving on to the second round. But. I think Cam was feeling pretty good after that, after that day. But I just there's one thing that I just don't get is Cam's acquisitions, and he's been saying how he knows he's planning for next year, but I just don't get these acquisitions. They just don't make sense to me. I can't wrap my head around them. I, I'm just, I cannot wrap my head around them. I don't know about you guys. I just struggle with it too. Like Brock Burke, this guy's pitching on Saturday. Like, is that is that a win now move or is that a potential keep? Cantel Maeda. Is that a, in the well, he, he was a potential keeper, but he had to drop him. He, I don't know why. He had, he had no choice. Yeah. But he I, was at the time. He probably was a potential keeper. Yeah. I, if in his eyes, possibly. I remember Paul Paul Dion first year was potential. Yeah. So he's just yeah. falling along in the boat. But looking at the score, looking at the summary overall, in my opinion, it just shows how valuable pitching is. Joe's top scorers this week are Aaron Nola, who's currently pitching, who's probably going to get a win. Pitching a gem right now. Garrett Cole. 60 points, Walker Buehler 60 points, Verlander 57, Keuchel 56, Jordan Lyles 55. Like that is that's yeah, the Lyles top score. Lyles is a great pickup of the week. And compared to Cam, Cam's got Austin Meadows putting up a good good two weeks, 51. Bregman being Bregman 48, Guriel 48, Jonathan VR 40. But the rest of people has everyone below it. So it just shows, in my opinion, that pitching still carries in playoffs. That's not going to change. And how about Joe's pick of? That Aquino guy. Holy yeah. shit. Is he a keeper? He's got to be a keeper. I mean, he's got to be. He's how, done, do you, how do you drop him? I was looking at him the other day. He'll replace Chris Davis. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, but is, uh, is Max Munchie now a keeper? I know. Todd, let's, that, how about that trade? I Max know. Munchie for Chris Archer. Who's that? Uh, uh, Mike? Yeah. Yeah. That's all typical. No foresight on that Mike kid, but... I mean, I didn't. I think Mac Mon- Max Muncy at the time was averaging like two point eight or something. But Jesus. What about Albies? Is Albies going to be a keeper thing for Joe? Hundred percent. He was a keeper yeah. this year, and he's playing I way I better. I haven't seen what he's playing way better than last year. Okay. Yeah, I think Albies is definitely a keeper. Yeah, averaging three point six. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. yeah. He's this I second half. Gotta, year, he's like he's got to keep him second base. I mean, 
There's not too many. Juan Soto, too, is having an unreal year. You know who I think maybe the next Ozzy Albies, just side-by-side by, with Cam right now, is Zazan Diaz. If I'm Cam, I'm probably going to keep that guy. Oof. I don't know, Brad. I don't know. I mean, you look at the potential. He's hitting 165. You know he'll at least double that next year, so you're at 320, 330. That's keeper. So I mean, I, backing, backing up to Cam's team, he must... He must really, he has to really like uh, Jesus Lazardo. Because I look at, yeah. I look at what his lineup has done. His lineup has been very good. His lineup has been very good. We're talking about, you know, Yuli Gurriel, who I had my eyes on uh, while he was on waivers. He's been Couldn't pull the trigger, can't pull the trigger. Paid off big time. I mean, Yuli is putting up keeper level numbers. I mean, Yuli is a keeper. He was actively trying to trade him at the deadline too, and nobody wanted anything to do with him. Nobody wanted him. Uh, nobody wanted anything he hits, to do with him. He hits for average. Yeah. Uh, he's hitting for you know more power. Uh, he's in that great lineup. Um, just another key cog for the Astros. The other guy who's turned it on, at least during this matchup, has been uh, Jonathan VR. I know. He's actually been he's, good. Yeah. He's actually been good. I mean, Cam's lineup from top to bottom almost uh, has been really good. He's uh, Bregman has been Bre- uh, Bregman, uh, Polanco has been good. Uh, I mean, Jordan Alvarez. Unreal. I mean, he's, he's got to keep him. Yeah, he's a monster. That's so what do you guys see? When you look at Cam's team, what are you, what are you looking at for keepers? I think um, he's going to keep Austin Meadows. Didn't he keep him last year? Yeah. He's I'm, keeping I'm Austin Meadows. At... He's keeping Vlad. He's keeping Bregman. He's keeping Jordan. He's Gary keeping Yo. Jorge Polanco. Yep. Um, He's keeping... I don't know if a lot of Soroka be. probably. I think he likes Nick Senzel. I'm not sure yeah, he's a worthy. He, he kept Senzel this year. I'm not sure he's a worthy keeper. Chris Paddock, he's going to keep him. Yep, Paddock. So that's seven right now. Kevin Biggio, borderline. I don't think so. Soroka. Soroka's a yeah. uh, Soroka's kind of a fringe good. guy. <coughs> he's a Soroka's guy. still young. He's, he's a fringe guy. He's been he's been pitching very well. Yeah, he's been, he's been very good. good. You got to keep him because if not, I'll draft him early next year. So I'd, I'd keep him. Yeah, doesn't check out a lot of guys, but somehow he just gets it done. Done a good but, offensive team. I mean, I personally respect uh, Cam uh, trying, but uh, I think he had too much dead weight on his team uh, to actually be a legitimate, legitimate threat. I think his lineup is definitely produced. Um, but his pitching staff has let him down, and he has a lot of dead weight in the pitching staff. But, I mean, not a big deal for Cam. Cause he, no, he's got a solid base. He's got a solid base, and he wasn't really looking to uh, contend this year after, uh, yeah. after last a couple, couple weeks, months. Last couple weeks' pickups, though. I don't well, know. Said, I mean, his words and his actions are completely different. That's a whole yeah. That's a whole other different topic. He completely roasted Jordy for in that podcast. For that was that was a very intense session. Yeah. And then did he, the, the he exact thing around, that he roasted him for. He turns around and does the same thing. So, I mean, you do have to kind of question that, but I mean, it is it is what it is. So. And Joe's team. I do think there's a lot of promise. Joe's team. Yeah. It's the team. I mean, you I mean, they set the record for scoring this year. He's. They're not showing any sign of just slowing down at all. Yeah, you, you already tapped into it, but, I mean, it's it's got to be Joe's year. I mean, what he's done in the regular season and, uh, I mean, just just the fucking squad that he has is unreal. I mean, you've got Juan Soto just tearing it up, that outfield, uh, Aquino, mm-hmm. 
I mean, incredible pick. Anybody could have picked him up. Yeah. I mean, he had been hitting hitting some bombs prior, but then Joe was right on him. Uh, you know, Aquino, Escobar has been good uh, during this. Uh, yeah, Escobar has been. I see 16, good. sixteen guys on Joe's team that. Chapman's Chapman's turned it on a yep, little bit. Chapman. Um, and JD Martinez is starting. You know, he he's he's been picking it up as well. He's been on fire for this uh, playoff matchup. So even though he's got, I mean, it's hard to, uh, I mean, when you're putting up the kind of numbers that, you know, his rotation is and his lineup is, it's kind of hard to to nitpick. But, you know, you've got guys like Chris Davis and, uh, you know, Luke Voigt's coming back. But, I mean, it's really hard to find, outside of those couple soft spots, it's really hard to find find something wrong with this team. This is yeah. a solid team from top to bottom. And, uh I think Joe's going to take it all this year. And his pitching just, they just don't have bad games. No, they well, get when close. You, even, when they're, even when they're subpar games, they're still like yeah. decent stars. Well, they all have good offenses. You've got, you've got Verlander and Cole. I mean, just those two alone, even if you had a mediocre pitching staff after that, you're in a good spot. You've got Verlander and Cole. You just punch guys out. The Astros are always in a position to win with that lineup. Cole has and 26 Ks. And then when you throw yeah, in the rest of his uh, rotation, I mean, the only uh, soft spot right now is uh, Marcus Stroman. Right. You know, and he could easily stream out of yeah, that he'll, spot. He'll be streaming that. I'll sure. be curious to see what he does with uh, Cookie Carrasco. What does he do with Carrasco? You gotta drop him. After. Do you drop him? Yeah, you gotta. He's going. I mean, he's gonna be in him. the bullpen. He's, he's, that's he's that's a big him. question mark. He's uh, been be so up and down see. anyway. I know Joe's podcast. He said he's another guy, but I would have never dealt with him. I would have cut him a long time ago. He's a high strikeout guy, but he only lasts four innings and gives up four home runs. So what good is that? Doesn't do you shit. And he's going to the bullpen when he comes back. Yeah, you got to so, cut him. He's an SP eligible, so he's got to take up a spot. Cut him. I, mean, I mean, I hope Joe keeps him because it's going to help whoever plays him. He's got no choice but to cut him because once he comes back from the IL, if he's in his IL spot, he can't make any moves. Exactly. So he has to take him out of the IL spot. You don't think he'd take a chance and maybe drop Stroman, keep Carrasco well, until he gets the RP spot, keep Lyles because he's been pitching But, I mean, really he's well. going to be an SP. His he's SP is going to be first, so it's going to take up a spot yeah. in the spot. No you don't what. think he'd try to roll with that? I don't no. think so. Because I don't, he's I don't gonna, think it's worth it. I don't think so. Do we know if he's going to transition back to a starter? What I, from what I saw, season, next year, yeah. yeah from next, what I, year. next year he'll be a starter, yeah. but from what I saw, he's going only strictly bullpen the rest of the year. But things could change. Yeah. But be, even like Brad was saying, side. I just I don't trust him enough, anyways. But true. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he wasn't pitching well. I see now. Prior. He was very inconsistent. No, he's like that all the time. But I mean, you've got. Nola, Flaherty, and Bueller filling out the rotation. Keichel is rounding into yep. form. <laughs> yep. He was right on that. He talked last week. You know, how picked, he was picked just, up and dropped them three or four times. Yeah, a little love hate relationship, yep. but it looks like he's uh, there to stay. He's pitched, you know, three gems in a row, uh, striking people out. Um, Braves, Braves are a solid team. They get wins. So, yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, I look at Joe's team and it's. I mean, it's better than what uh, Pete had built, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's obviously he scored the most points. It's the most dominant team we've ever seen. So, yeah, by I four. think personally, I think it's uh, you know, unless something uh, crazy happens in that uh, second round, Pencil looking at for the looking at the Debs, and uh, I mean, you can pretty much lock it up. I think. 
in my opinion, but yeah, I'm not sure anybody's gonna be able to beat to beat him. It's gonna in, take to, to gonna stay take, with him for two weeks. I don't yeah, think so it's gonna take so. whoever makes it into the final or whatever you know whatever happens or it's everything's gonna have to be perfect yeah, for that opposing to, team. Yeah, yeah, and sure. even even an off week for him is still gonna be better than somebody else's week. Yeah. So. All right, so that one we've established is over. Um, can't put up a decent fight, but so Joe's moving on for the second round, and this is the every year he's been in the league, he's been in the second round. So fourth year, fourth second round yeah. for him. Um, be the one's good. It's good be, having him in the league. Now, I like having Joe in the league oh, for sure. It's uh, good to have a uh, competent GM in the league. <laughs> now let's go to uh, like to the biggest. GM. The biggest upset right now of the of the first round. Yeah, see, but this is the thing. I don't think this is an upset. Seating wise, it's an upset. Seating wise, yes. But and it is no. I it, think let's it's get an it upset. right. Let's get it right. I think it's, it's an, an upset. upset. It is an, an upset. upset. Mike's team was better than Neil's team all year. All right. You guys are drinking the Kool Aid. Drinking the Kool Aid. Mike's team is not as bad as they're playing. No, they're I'm not. Sorry. No, they're not as bad as no. They are. They're underperforming. Very underperforming. And everybody knows it, but Neil has also had very good weeks. So let's not take anything away from Neil. True. True. I mean, his team—he's got more points or things on the points. Get, you almost how many right? times did he beat Joe? Twice this year. Never he got a congratulatory. Never got a congratulatory. Never got a congratulatory. He beat Joe twice. He did. He did. He—he's a big game player. Shows up in big games. His team shows up when it matters. And like, and Neil, when Neil sent that screenshot to the group last week or the last week of the regular season. Mike wiped the floor with Neil. He beat him by like 250 or something like that. And now the tables have completely turned, and we have Neil just taking it to Mike. So it is, it is definitely a surprise. I, I, to me, Mike's pitching staff, it's not a surprise. You'd never give Mike his due, though, no matter what. He because be, he'd be 17-2, and two and you'd be like, nah, his team's still Yeah, because he's not a GM. He's not a good GM. He's got a good team. Look at his players. I know it's like you guys want to say the collection, but dude, his rotation is not this bad. Yes, it is. Dude, Hinjin Ryu just blew up you last three starts out of nowhere. Him. You cannot trust him. He's dude, the guy honest. was a Cy Young winner up until three starts ago. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You can't. I'm trust gonna say him. I, I'm kind of. Um, uh, I, I understand what Brad is saying. I lean. I do lean more towards uh, Kurt's point of view because I, you know, Mike. Mike was my sleeper pick. Am I uh, too? Throughout I, the entire yep. season. Um, even even without the big move, even without the big move, I do think he needed to make a big move. You know, that's just my opinion. So let's uh, you know let's not get all. Uh, but let me. Ask, but even if he did make a big move at this point, it wouldn't have even mattered. If he got one big well, pitcher, no, it no, would not have mattered. No. So in a way, he no, helped but, himself out by not. But Mike and I know. Uh, yeah. Uh, at the time, I mean, hindsight's always twenty twenty. But we're ta- we're talking about you. You touched on uh, Ryu. We're talking about a Cy Young candidate. He was He's the, the Cy Young minus, winner minus until three weeks ago. Look at this fucking, yeah. this it's two unbelievable. The, I mean, that's just piss poor luck. He's given up I more mean, runs in the last three weeks than he has the whole entire season up until now. Syndergaard, I mean, I, I build on that. Uh, he was pitching really well ago. and then just choked you know, it. He had been up and down, but then he found he found his way. Uh, I've been pitching really well. I was, Very you well. know. Um, and then just completely unraveled. Yeah, I mean, was, just that shit, was ugly. shit, ugly, unbelievable. Uh, I mean, Wheeler has not been has not been good at all. No. Caleb Smith and I'm, was I'm bad. A, I'm a Wheeler fan. I'm a Wheeler fan. Oh, I think God. that was a. Uh, These names just burn, burn. Oh, Max that was a good, the a good trade at the time. I felt. 
Um, he's still got Gonsolin and Lamette going. I think those were solid pickups if you're in his position. I think he's managed the team well. Herman was a, a steal uh, from Ramrod with yeah. the whole, you know, me trading him to Shane and that and that ordeal. But all um, these guys we've mentioned. Lance Lynn had been nasty. He'd been, he had been he, fucking, This is his best year he's ever had. I mean, I know I we're talking about Lance Lynn. We're talking about Lance Lynn, but he had been nasty and then just... I just can't get into it. And uh, Can't get into his team. Same thing with Boyd. He had been a guy that had been solid. I'm just going down his roster. Um, and then just Glass now didn't, didn't come back in time. It's Snell. Uh, and Snell yep. uh, didn't come back in time. Other than that, you look at his team. Uh, his solid offense really lineup. has been, I mean, a very solid, solid lineup. But his I mean, offense have, still has kind of stalled out, too. When you have Josh Donaldson fucking performing, I mean, you've got something there. Bellinger's been good all year. Uh, Torres, Lindor. I mean, he's, he's got the got, number one fantasy player in Devers. He's got the lineup. Devers has been unreal. He's the number one fantasy player. Devers has been unreal. Um, Mookie Betts even, even Cole Calhoun has been a solid guy. Uh, but, I don't know. I just I go back to the, and I look at this pitching staff. The pitching, the pitching let him down. They let him the down. Let but him down. when have you ever seen Lance Lynn, Noah Syndergaard, Zach Wheeler, Tanner Roark, Caleb Smith, Matt Boyd, Aaron Sanchez, or Hinjin Ryu take the ball in a big game and just fucking dominate? But you could also say the same thing about Wade Miley and Mike Miner, and they're still getting it done. So it's like it's luck at that point. But that's two pitchers compared to your whole staff. That's his whole staff I just named. When have you seen them take a ball and just shove it down someone's throat? When a big game. I mean, Ryu's pitching a couple World Series. Yeah, and he sucks probably in this sports. I don't know what his stats are in the World Series. But. All I know is I when I looked at this team, I said it before. I just I saw no pitchers that I would have run in the big games, and again, it's coming to fruition. So, but I mean, it's big. It's big games for us. It's not big games for them in it real is. life. It's, it's technically it's a big stretch for some of these guys. Well, yeah, but I mean, well, no, it's not. Matt Boyd, Lance Lynn, uh, Caleb Smith, they're all out of it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. The pitcher for contracts, maybe. Syndergaard doesn't matter for him. The Mets are totally out of it? I'm pretty sure. I don't know. They were hot I would assume that they're completely out of it. I don't know. Pitcher for contracts. The Dodgers are up 20 games in their division. doesn't fucking matter. But as much as we're bashing Mike, Neil's team has done a pretty good job. Look at his numbers. Yeah, I know. He's put up a lot of big points. A lot of players playing a little bit above their heads, so... We'll have to continue that if he wants to win his next round. But see, that would be that would be my my argument. Uh, would be are they playing above their heads? It certainly seems so, based on how the players have played all year. Right. I mean, I haven't gone through Neil's entire fucking team or any of his guys and actually looked at peripherals or anything on Fangraphs. Not quite familiar with that site, <laughs> uh, but you know, I haven't looked at anything. But are they? You know, playing above their heads, or is this finally the positive regression that um, been kind of waiting for? I can tell you from the eye test, just looking at these numbers, the eye test says that they're playing slightly above their heads. They're all pretty much baseline. Give us some numbers for his his pitchers. Pitchers, Daniel Hudson, 58 points. Oh, Dakota Hudson, yeah, that's Uh, that's overset. Julio Tehran, 50. Overset. Luis Castillo, 43. Okay, that's not overset. He's been very good all year. Slightly over, not by much. Castillo's been very good all yeah. year. Yeah. Kyle Hendricks, thirty-one. Okay, that's that's good for him. That's two starts, though. So that's fifteen. Yeah. That's 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 right on the line. Like he's yeah, he's a guy that performs above the periphery. So, right? Yeah, he does yeah. always. He's a guy that usually struggles though. When he gets when he goes bad, he goes bad. Yeah. But you got to have him at the right time. But then when he's good, he's like he's, he's very good. He's, he's like unhittable. Did he almost win a Cy Young? 
Uh, a couple years ago, he had like a 2.6 ERA. He was very, yeah. very good year. Something like that. Robbie Ray, 22 and one start. All right, that's... It's not bad. Cole Hamels, 26 and two starts. That's about average, 13. So, you look at these guys, they're right around average. All right, so yeah, a lot of these guys, besides Dakota Hudson and uh, the other guy, the, the second most points for his pitchers there, and nobody else is really pitching above their heads, so no. what's his offense looking like? What are they doing? Uh, it not, I mean, no one like making all together yeah. pretty solid. He doesn't have any anybody really shitting the bed. They're well, all you say you look at their numbers, probably solid chunks of points. They're just above their solid, normal, yeah. their normal points, which is just what about I mean, what you need. Nothing. So then, nothing what, we're, great. what we're talking about right here is that this is probably a sustainable couple weeks for Neil, right? From there the from much, the numbers right there now, there won't be much regression. It should be close to this every week. So I mean, this is enough to. To, put to up a win fight. next week, yeah, yeah. Put up for sure. Because I mean, I don't know what the score is right now, but he's pretty close to both you guys, I think, right? Yeah, I mean, Jose, he's gonna be he's gonna be playing pro or gym. Jose Quintana, bum. Did he have a good game? Yeah, yeah. He's only got. The I mean, on on paper, you six, look at this team, six, and it's six, not five. it's not very imposing, but the way they're playing collectively, exactly. And, uh, but who, at the right time, I don't... So, if you look at this roster, then, who do you... I said this before. There's no one I love. I like I like a couple guys, but there's no one I say that I love this guy. Luis Castillo, you got to keep him now. He's keeping him. Okay? Keep Machado. Uh, well, I'm, I'm just going by points. Machado hasn't done anything this week. No, Machado's been pretty... Uh, pretty bad. That's just horrific. very bad. Very I mean... Bad. Starling, Starling Marte is yeah. his... Uh, yeah, you got to keep Marte. His best year, I think. you got to keep Marte. Has been fantastic. Otani. Especially, he's going to be pitching next year, too. Yeah, you got to keep Otani. He traded a lot. Who did he get? He traded for Pro. You traded for him, right? Yeah. This was last year. That was, uh, that was last year. I forget. Robbie Ray? No, yeah. he's not, no you're not keeping Robbie Ray. Manny Machado, only 22 points in this matchup. Yeah, he's not. he's not good. Goldschmidt, twenty one. I don't, I don't, I don't think you keep Goldie. What's he averaging for the year? He's like two point eight, two point nine, two point nine. He's very average. Well, I think we'll get into that later, but I'd be curious to see who he keeps. I think he'll keep it to a minimum. I think he should. I think he's keeping Otani, um, Luis Castillo, Manny. My, I Manny's think he's, I think even, he's keeping Marcano. If I still had Manny, I would not be keeping Manny Machado. Holy shit! Tra- he traded Luis Segura. At the end of the year. He's gonna trade. He's gonna keep Manny Machado just based on Who his name. And yeah. His, yeah, the name. This is this is was my worst fear with Manny is that he just went to San Diego and didn't give a fuck. He got paid, man. He got paid and doesn't give a fuck. Straight to the bank. Which I I'm very glad that at the trade deadline, me and you did Rizzo because I was I wanted Manny bad. But I mean, who knows? Maybe it's an adjustment year, and next year he'll mm. get it together. Could be. I mean, does he keep Turner? No. 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 Turner's Justin gone. Turner. I, yeah, I, so think, I think, think he's gone. He picked up on the waiver wire. Do you think he keeps Moncada? I think he does. I think, I, he, does. I, I, I think yeah. he does. That's whatever. I think I don't he does. Think, I don't think Mikata Based on previous three, conversations three, with him, one, I think. One. He loves the guy. I think. I don't say, and he's you, young. You wouldn't keep Goldschmidt? I would not keep Paul Goldschmidt, no. I wouldn't, I wouldn't keep him, but I his, don't. His... Slumps are getting so, longer Otani, and longer every year. Otani, and he does go on like a tear, but... So let's say, let's say top three. Otani, Castillo, and who? And Manny. He's got to keep... Man, just yeah. based on name and potential. It's got to be Manny. So those three for sure. Robbie Ray missed some time, though. 
do we think Robbie Ray has the uh, the potential to be a keeper? No, absolutely not. No, yeah, I don't think. But I don't know what I don't know what his his goals are going into next year. See, I feel like Neil always uh, trims a fat. Yeah, definitely. He trims a bush. Thank you, Neil. He trims a bush. Trim it quick. He's got a. He's always one of the lower payrolls. But I mean, look what he does with it. He always puts together a competitive team. So it'd be yeah. Marte, he did have a, he had a very good draft. Marte Castillo. Yeah, he had a home run. He had a lot of home runs. Yeah, a lot very of good draft. Other than Vado, when Vado just fell off the face of the earth. But I mean, yeah, he had a very good draft. First pick was Granky. Traded him to you for for Manny, but well, Granky hasn't been uh, spectacular. So. Yeah, but neither's Manny. So. When you're on the Astros, though, you got. Ninety percent chance of getting wins if you give up six runs. Very true. So yeah, um, going into next week against Pro or Jim, Neil Neil's not going to lay out, lay down. That's for sure. He's not going to roll over. He's got a he's got a shot to make things yeah, interesting. He's got, at least. He's got uh, a legitimate squad. That's uh, performing at the right time. He's got the names there. Yep. Uh, I think it's just a matter of, you know, are they are they going to perform to their career norms now? Yeah. So. Anything else you want to say about uh, about Mike Seam or anything? Anybody? I I just want to say that I told Mike he needed back in rotation pitching, multiple back in pitching, and he did nothing about it. And he said the collection is just fine. Thank you very much. I don't need your services. And I just want to say this is what you get, Mike. You're staring at a sub 500 point week. And uh, at some point, you're going to have to change your ways. I don't know when it'll ever be, but to win a championship, sometimes you got to trade big name guys to get rental players back. That is how you win championships. Sacrifice even, for the greater good. Even if it doesn't pan out. I think uh, the members of the league would have a lot more respect, even if it doesn't pan out. Yeah, he's going to get another ribbon this year, and maybe he wants ribbons. I, I some some GMs are okay. That's why I'm proud of Neil. Neil made some moves that he thought were going to only help him next year, that are paying dividends right away. So, congrats, Neil. It's a little first and last time I'll ever say that. Who do you want to go to the next? My matchup or pros? Yeah, we're going to go well, to... I think it should be yours, We're going to go to your matchup against Jordan. Because Weymouth is uh, storming back at this point. Because so right I thought this one was over, like... I was, up, this I was up, I think, 150 points and then, early, yeah, And early. Jordan has... Jordan yeah. stormed back, and he was down, like, 30. At one, yeah. And you took you took the lead again, or... Right now, I'm up 80 points. Yeah. 80 points. But he's got five pitchers going on Sunday. Yeah. Well, that's, that's if... if he plays David Price on Sunday, which is a very questionable move. It's gonna, I think it's going to depend on where he sits on Sunday. If he's winning, he's not playing him. But if he's losing, you might as well throw him in there. Right? I think you got to throw him in there. you got to throw David who, Price in there. Who's he pitching against? The Angels. You who actually hit lefties pretty good. Oh, God. But I don't know. If Trout's on the lineup, you pitch him for sure. David Price coming back, I... He's only throwing I mean, simu- I, trust only me, throwing I'm not, simulated I don't, games. So. I wouldn't feel good about it, but it's just one of those moves. Like, It's either going to cost him. <laughs> that's what you can't live with. If he puts him in, then he costs him the matchup. 
I think you gotta get. You gotta go. You gotta go for it. Are they home or away? They're away, right? My, uh, they're at LA. Yeah, they're out of LA. I don't know the ballpark. Is it big, small? How's it play? It's. I think it's a big. decent pitcher's park. Yeah, I yeah. think it plays big. Yeah. But he's gonna be on an innings pit. He's gonna be an innings limit. Right. So it's only, I don't think he's going to six or seven. No. Yeah, but it's a, but it's a free. It's a free acquisition. Yeah, right, it free. is a free acquisition. Yeah. Right, but he's gonna have to drop a pitcher, and then he's got one more acquisition to drop another pitcher and pick somebody up. So, I don't know. Well, he could do something tomorrow. I don't know what he's got lined up, but he could do something tomorrow. He could. He's got somebody going tomorrow. I can't remember who though. Uh, I think. I'll take a look. I think he's got somebody going tomorrow. I was scared of this going in. I looked at some matchups. Means, means is pitching tonight. He's not going to go again. He's got uh, nobody going tomorrow. He has no one going tomorrow. All right, so he'll probably, he might pick somebody else. So, I mean, you could, you could easily dump Means um, or, I mean, I would. I Bassett. Would, you got to drop Bassett. Yeah, Bassett's gone. I mean, Means or Bassett. Yeah, one of those. Because, I mean, Heaney is pitching uh, against the Sox, but Heaney has been punching people out. On Sunday? Sunday against the Sox. Sunday so against the Sox. So so he's, so he's, oh, he's got the matchup. Wow. He's got the matchup. He's got the matchup. But at the same time, Red Sox. There's a good chance he picks up a win from somebody. Red Sox hit the lefties pretty good. Uh, Fires is going against the Yankees on oh, Sunday. God. In okay. New York. In New York. <laughs> there's there, there's uh, a lot of. There's, Fires can Dustin be nasty. Dustin May. That's, that's, Dustin a, May. that's a potential no-hitter right Dustin there. Dustin May on Sunday. is not going to start, I think. He's just going to come in relief, which and, may uh, help. He's, may help. Last he's got Darvish against uh, Milwaukee, at which home is against start. Milwaukee. So Darvish has turned it on. So he's got some guys He does not walk Sunday. anybody anymore. I hope he Currently does. doesn't have anyone on Saturday, but he could easily drop yeah, uh, someone, up. pick somebody up, and add Price to... Uh, so he's got potential. So he's got two guys going tonight, one Price. going tomorrow, let's say, and then five on Sunday. So he's got eight pitchers still going over the weekend. How many do you I, have? I forgot. I didn't really count. There's five uh, on Sunday. I got, got Mike Miner going on Sunday. I know two, that. You have one more acquisition, right? Three, four. Yeah, yeah he could have five pitchers going on Me? Sunday. So oh, he's Jordan. got. So Jordan's got from Jordan's right got now. Five. Oh, he's got eight pitchers because two are pitching tonight, one tomorrow potentially pick somebody up, and then five on Sunday. So that's eight pitchers. I think I have five. Let's look. It's going to be close. It's going to be close. Oof. This is not looking good. I mean, he's got Jonathan uh, Scoops playing like a fucking MVP caliber. Kevin Newman, uh, Jonathan Scope. Uh, second base. Um, uh, Josh, Bell, yeah, no. Josh Bell continues to chip. And in. There, those guys are in Colorado until Sunday. CJ Crone uh, hit let's bombs. Talk about, let's Crone talk about Kyle Seeger for a second. I'm not. What the hot. fuck? He has turned it he's on averaging nowhere. He's averaging 3.5. So yeah. I only have, He's hitting bombs left and right. I have uh, three pitchers. Left. You're getting, my you're getting raped. <laughs> Did you? Brad's got three pitchers left, including this pickup, and Jordan's got eight pitchers. That's Holy not good. Shit, that's not good. This is gonna be. Ian, you're getting butt fucked by uh, this Kevin Newman. Close. You are yeah. getting fucked by twenty three points yesterday. Kevin Newman, Why? CJ Crone is getting it. CJ Crone is, is getting it. And not only that, but one of Brad's guys is, is getting it. Tommy, Tommy Melville, who's been pretty good. Tommy Melvin. Melville or something. Who the fuck is that? The coon. The coon is paying his respects. He's he been is. pretty quiet. Jordan. Like, Jordan you know wanted the depth, and he's proven that it kind of was a good good call. Uh, Fran Meal has been solid in this but matchup. This is how I look at this matchup. Even if I Jordan can beat me, and I didn't expect to win this year anyway, I expected to compete. But what's going to suck is I my pitching lines up against Joe phenomenal next week. Yeah. Jordan's a shot. Right. So it's really. 
I don't know. If I'm, I'm no, Jordan, no I'm probably not setting to, my lineup. No offense, to, no offense to Jordan, but if he if he beats you this week, which will be big for him because he, he wasn't planning on winning anything, but if he beats you this week, it's going to be like a World Series win for him. Yeah. But I just think Joe is going to oh, steamroll. Because he yeah. blew his load. Steamroll. All Jordan's only because his pitch starts. Exactly. All, this week, and, this week. Yeah, and next this, week, Jordan's yeah. only got to have two stars from all exactly. the so, so they'll come back down. Joe, yeah, Joe is just going to fucking roll. But, yeah, I mean, Jordan, I think if Jordan won this matchup against you, that would be good enough for him. That'd yeah. be the World Series for that him. Would, yeah, 100%. That would be the World Series for yeah, him. I, and I get it. That's yeah. why I'm worried about it. I, he's been, I mean, he said it back in his well. podcast in, like, May that he wanted Yeah, he, wanted he, had, he had a different outlook then because that was a different outlook from when we swapped. That was before the Okuna trade. I made that trade to compete this year a little bit and compete going forward. Jordan did that trade to just go forward, and it may, it may work out for him. He's done well in his pitching matchups. He picked up fucking, um, what's that guy's name from the? We just talking about Heaney. Heaney had a nasty first game. He didn't get a win. Still dropped twenty three points. But you know what? I was watching. I was watching that game, and Mike Miner was pitching. Mike Miner was throwing a gem through six yep. innings, and I told him, he got lit take him out. And I think Ron Washington, I think, was managing that game, and he was in the <laughs> dugout blowing coke and not paying attention to what was going on. And uh, we sent him out Wait, there with Ron, 100 pitches. Ron Washington is with the Angels now? Uh, no, but Texas. He, I thought he was with Texas, and uh, that's what happened. All right, we just had to take a little break there. We've got a special guest in the house. Ryan O'Connor is in the house for the remainder of this podcast. Hi, everybody. The, uh, the Kempire Strikes Back from was in the league up until, what, two years ago? Two years ago, yeah. Who took over his team? Cam did. Cam took over his team, that's right, and blew it all up. Yeah, Cam completely, Unrecognizable. completely dismantled the team. Yeah. Although, as we talked about, there's some bright spots, but still... I mean, we're talking about a yeah, couple from, years of complete. I don't know. I don't. I'm not. We're not. Yeah, we're not going to get that. into it. But yeah, he is here. I don't know if he's going to chime in at all. But we'll. Uh, he could. Yeah, he could. He, he could. He could. We'll see what what uh what topic we talk about. But we're going to get back to Jordan and Brad's matchup and talk about the uh, the Acuna trade now, and to see what Brad thinks about it at this point in time. Now that it's kind of played out. Um, in my opinion, it, it's played out the way I th- honestly thought it was. I'm, Okuna has been Okuna. He's been hot. He's now, when I trade him, I think he was averaging like 3.5, 3.6. I'm trying to get his uh, player profile up right now. Any idea what he's averaging? Acuna? Yeah. I think it's like 3.6, yeah. 3.6. I think it's like 3.9. He's on fire for a little bit. And I he, think it's it might be 3.9, but no, he was on fire, but I don't know if it's that high. Um, we'll take a look in a minute, yeah, but so that's that's he's gonna be a he's gonna be a three in his career he'll be a three eight to a four five if he has a really nasty year which I think is like average for Trout right Trout's usually four three to four five somewhere in there yeah this year he's four seven that's crazy um, so I think he'll continue on that but it's played out the way I did I mean I knew Clevenger was gonna be good. Um, Ozuna has been very good for you since he's come back from the IL. He has, and honestly, like, keeper next year. That's the tough. I part. think you got to keep. Him. When I made the move, the way honestly I looked at the move, and I told Jordan this on the phone, is Clevenger is a keeper. 
Jeff McNeil is a rental, Ozuna is a keeper, and I was trying to trade Severino to someone right away when I got him. Mm-hmm. Didn't no one took a bite. Um, you keeping Severino? Yeah, you have to. You have to. Yeah. You have to. How do you not? I would love to trade him if someone wants to give me value, but I know this league and how they are when players are coming off the the IL. Yeah, you're not going to get. You're not going to get the value that I, I want. Yeah. So I kind of have to swallow it and eat him. Ozuna's going to be a tough guy though because I'm not a big fan of keeping bats, as you guys know. But in my opinion, like looking at numbers, Ozuna has kept in line with um, Okuna. Yeah. What about a guy like Marcus Semien? Maybe Okuna no, will probably get it. Brad, yeah. Brad's cut. No, he's cut. It's not a it's not a Debs type of guy. He's he's a first trimmer too. Yeah. He's, he's a first trimmer. He's a first trimmer. First trimmer. Trim. He's wow. having a really good year, but I mean, at some point he comes. This back is a fake eye. He's he's a fake eye exactly. tester. Hey, if you want to send a trade offer, I'll what take a look. What uh, about Nelly Cruz? So that's another tough one. Cruz, I dropped this year. And I grabbed him early in my draft, but just because how short DH is, you kind of have to. Trevor Story? Oh, yeah. Trevor Story keeper. Um, Jeff McNeil is another guy. What do I do with him? Jeff McNeil is pretty good. He's getting good. cut. He's getting cut. He's averaging. Jeff McNeil, I know, but when you watch Jeff McNeil, his plate zone discipline is unfucking believable. He rarely strikes out. That's my kind of guy. So we'll see. I could have over 10 keepers. It could. The Cuts, pot. The Cuts, pot is going to be love Nelson Cruz. You were oh, a big yeah. Nelson Cruz yeah, guy. He's on my team quite a bit. Yeah. The Kempire. Always drafted Nelson Kempire Cruz. Kempire stable. But I don't know. Yeah, the pot. The pot's going to be huge, no doubt. It's going to be just between four or five teams. It's going to be probably around three thousand. But when I made that trade, just to close that out, I had no intentions on keeping Ozuna, and I had no intentions of keeping. Um, McNeil, and I wanted to trade Severino right away, but no one, everyone who was willing to trade was already traded all their rental players, so I had no one to really yeah, right. get. So, we'll see. We'll see. But it'll be a good tight matchup. Jordy's got a lot of pitchers left. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. got three the pitching, times as many the pitching advantage is overwhelming. Yeah, it's, yeah, I'd be nervous. No, I am. <laughs> I am. I'm still, though, overall, I'm still... 80 points up. Jesus no, I know. You're still in a good position, for sure. Still 80 points up. For sure. But I am nervous. I am nervous. I do need someone on his team to absolutely implode. Yeah, you need an implosion big time. And the Rays are getting on the board. So Beaver Beaver cannot get a win tonight, which is huge for me. I was worried about that. Wow, he can't get a win. He, can't, he oh, can only that, get that a hurts, loss. That hurts him. He does get a quality start, but he can only get a loss. Oh, that hurts him big time. He goes to he needed that. Well, no, he didn't yeah, need it, yeah. but that would that would have been big for him. That would have been an extra ten points or an extra eight points. Yeah. For but at the same yeah. time, John Means, who was pitching out of his ass yeah. the last couple of games, is in line for a win tonight. Yeah. So, see what happens there. But it'll be a good matchup. A good matchup. Yeah. And the Rockies and Pirates are in delay right now, so maybe Kevin uh, Newman can't go off. On maybe you it'll right now. maybe it'll rain for the next three days, and <laughs> we'll get out of Colorado alive. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I think uh, I think that's it for that. So let's move on to the last one, which is the the big one right now, and the Bombers and Warriors. And what's the score right now? Uh, seven hundred to uh, seven. So Jim Jim's been making a, a comeback like slowly, slowly, but surely he's been coming back to sixty point exactly right now. So pro, uh, what do you how are you feeling about that? Um, you know, if I'm being honest, uh, well, you keep saying it's over. You think you're done. Yeah, I just uh, this team right now doesn't have the same feel as it does last year. 
uh, last year, even though, you know, I felt like I had kind of, things have been kind of patched together. Mm -hmm. I felt good about my team. Uh, this year, I feel like on paper, if you look at the names and you look at, you know, what I have on paper, I definitely, I like this, I like this team a lot better on paper, uh, but right now, uh, I don't like how they're performing. Um, I'm actually, you know, despite the, you know, it seems like a lot of points, but it's really not. So despite the, I'm going to call it a slim lead, uh, despite the slim lead, uh, I just, I haven't been happy with the offense. Uh, I actually feel like the majority of the pitching has actually gotten the job done. Um, in regards to uh, Giolito, Strasburg, um, you know, those have been my top two guys. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like, uh, you know, Pineda's been a nice addition. I feel like Paxton has turned it on at the right time. He's been throwing gems. Yeah, he's got four or five straight wins. Uh, they've been winning. Like yeah. Uh, Bumgarner, you know, he hasn't been great, but, you know, I, I wasn't really expecting too much out of him. Uh, as far as the pitching goes, the biggest disappointment is 100% been uh, probably Zach Renke. Uh, I've actually watched both of his starts, just having like what I've seen. Uh, and then, again, Pineda's been a nice pickup, but other than that, uh, when it comes to the rotation, it's just been uh, complete mismanagement on my part. Um, just a lot of shitty moves. Um, and, you know, I don't like to make excuses, uh, but I think losing Chris Sale uh, was a bigger uh, blow to this team than I initially thought. And I mean, it, even if you look at Chris Sale, like take out, you know, the injury uh, and take out, I, uh, I think, the couple starts that he uh, had against the Yankees where he just got, you know, touched up. Uh, one of them touched up really good. But if you look at what Chris Sale had been doing, he actually hadn't been that bad. I mean, we're talking about a guy that, you know, uh, even with the shortened season, it has punched out over 200 batters. Uh, and, you know, you take out those couple starts, and I would, right now, I would love to have Chris Sale throw a game uh, for this team, um, looking at what he has done. It's frustrating uh, because you look at, you know, it's Chris, it's Chris fucking Sale. Uh, Red Sox defending champions, so it's it's easy to be super critical of them and expect wins, expect uh, expect a bunch of punch outs, and expect them to go deeper into games. Um, so it's easy to think, you know, dismiss him and say, you know, we can get it done without him. Uh, but I would love, I would have loved to have. Uh, I think he was projected uh, to make three starts in this matchup before he went down. I think he was projected to pitch Tuesday. You know, e even two. Um, would have been a huge help, but you know, no excuses. I made a lot of shitty pickups. Um, I just wanted to jump out to a lead. Um, I was pretty reckless with the moves in the beginning. I love, I will say the one good thing about the CBA, uh, regardless of the result, uh, I do like the four acquisitions. I hate it. You can play kind of fast and love, loose a little bit. Yeah, I do. I, I do like it. the uh, the four acquisitions uh, opening. You're up the only one that that I've heard um, negative feedback from about it. Everybody else likes it. You got three. You got three strikes. Figure it out. Because um, you know, I felt like uh, figure it out. You know, you have to take some risk. Uh, unfortunately for me, it didn't work out. I picked up Joe Ross first start. He's pitching. Yeah, he's pitching well. He's pitching well. I, I forget who he was facing, but then it was like. Uh, he took a liner off the, the leg, mm -hmm. 
and you know had to be taken out of the game and I just I didn't have the patience for that you know that's not the kind of player I want on my team uh, in the playoffs being a pussy <laughs> I know that's um, even even Jim I look at Jim Jim dropped Rossiel Iglesias because he blew a save he's been awful dude he's awful you still you're, Jim is not a position I just looked at matchups pro you have four pitchers left Jim has two when he's used all his acquisitions you you cannot pat you've got to take that risk no you got you have to. I, I see where James coming from with Iglesias. You, I dropped him early in the year because he's, he's awful. He's horrendous. Unless you're picking up a relief pitcher to start a game, which there's none because I've already looked, you you can't make that. You have to roll the dice at, to get at the this point, At this point, there's almost as much chance of him throwing a negative game as there is a positive game. So it's like yeah. a 50-50 chance with him. Nah, you gotta, you he's gotta, that bad. you got to take the risk. But, yeah, again, uh, Giolito, Bumgarner, or not Bumgarner, Giolito, Paxton, and Strasburg have been solid. Uh, then I picked up uh, Chris Archer. He went one inning, got uh, hurt, yeah. went on the IL. Just because uh, the past few outings, he had been punching people out. He had some soft matchups. You know, I wasn't sure he was going to make a third start in the matchup in Colorado. You know, at that point, I would have had to have uh, had to uh, assess, you know, how he had done in the first two. But one inning. You know, pitched a clean inning, and then was taken out with uh, right shoulder discomfort, and then he went right to the DL. I mean, I dropped him immediately. Yeah, immediately. Um, so your first two acquisitions went a combined four innings, both got hurt. Yeah, so it, that hurts. It wasn't good. That, yeah. It wasn't good. Uh, and then I picked up Wayno. Um, and he didn't pitch well either, right? No, he got he got blown up uh, his first start against Milwaukee. Well, he pitched against Milwaukee twice. One at home and then uh, one away. The first one uh, was the negative nine spot. Uh, and it wasn't, I mean, that's obviously not what you want, but uh, Moose did most of the damage, so it kind of yeah, evened, out. evened out. So I wasn't too upset. And then he got, I forget how many points, two or three points in the second start. Uh, he slated to pitch, uh, or he was slated to pitch Saturday, then got pushed to Sunday, but I just, I didn't want to take. That just wasn't something that I wanted to deal with, uh, so I picked up Maeda. I felt like at that point on Wednesday, that was just a, you know, a really, it was too good of a matchup to pass up, even though, you know, I overlooked uh, what he had done in the last start against San Diego, but just with the Dodgers, uh, how they're doing, I thought it was a uh, too good of a matchup to pass up. You know, should we make it into the next round? I think he lines up for three. I think they're going to go back to a, uh, a five-man rotation. Um, even if he, even if they don't, uh, I do like his matchups for the second round. But, um, you know, in the lineup, so I guess that kind of covers the pitching staff. For the lineup, um, the lineup has probably been the most uh, disappointing aspect of my team, I think, collectively uh, in this matchup. I mean, it's hard... You know, there's guys that are doing well. It's hard to complain. Uh, but the only two players that have been insanely uh, good have been uh, Rendon and Bogarts. I mean, they've, they've been monsters. Uh, and I know we're going to get into keepers and shit uh, later, but I'll, I'll go on record saying right now, uh, Rendon and Bogarts are 100% completely untouchable this offseason. I do plan on making a lot of moves. You know how I operate. Uh, but... Yeah, if you're if you're asking about Rendon or Bogarts, just don't even bother. Wow. Don't even bother asking wow. about Rendon and Bogarts. I've been a Bogarts fan for a long time. Yeah. 
uh, I was happy to get Rendon. Everybody else, uh, maybe not. Uh, Giolito might be in that class as well. I like what I've seen out of Giolito, even though it's hard to trust pitching, but I think he's uh, here to stay. But uh, again, just looking at the lineup, uh, you know, Abreu's been solid. Um, he's had a sneaky, like, good year. Uh, Brantley has been solid. Brantley's disgusting. Yeah, Brantley's awesome. He's a Brantley's tough guy. been very solid. He's, he's like, always been that he's way, but been, he's, he's, he's just hurt. hurt. Exactly. But whenever he plays, he's a monster. Um, and then we have, so, you know, you've got Rendon and Bogarts carrying a load. Abreu had been solid. Uh, Moose had been solid before he got injured. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Early this week. Yeah, what's he doing? Brantley's been solid. Uh, Blackman is still hasn't been great. What I uh, really expected the second week of the matchup. Uh, Kepler had been injured for a few mm-hmm. games, but still gets a job done. Uh, Castellanos, Nick Castellanos, uh, probably a keeper for this organization at this point, uh, just in a Cubs uniform. Uh, let's talk about Nick Castellanos. I mean, just fucking incredible what he's done, what the change of scenery has done. Uh, definitely probably keeping him uh, in with that mix with uh, Kepler and uh, some others. But outside of those guys, I mean, I just threw a lot of names. Uh, but the depth that I had traded for just hasn't hasn't come together, hasn't yeah. come into fruition. Mancini, huge nosedive. Yep, huge uh, nosedive. Huge nosedive from Mancini. Come on, bro. You had uh, to expect that. You know, Segura has been pretty mediocre. Um, Hunter Dozier has had a few solid, you know, he's maybe started to pick it up, but he's been very mediocre uh, the past few weeks, less than mediocre. Yep. And uh, Mercado, Dearno, um, Peralta got, is done for the season. Peralta's out. Um, I like Miguel Gonzalez. I mean, he hit a bomb. He's always that fringe guy that. I've uh, just hung on to, but uh, hit a bomb and then he gets injured uh, and still waiting for Stan to come back. But yeah, uh, just to kind of sum it up, you know, there's, you know, you've got a strong core of guys in the uh, the rotation and the lineup, uh, but uh, I just, I don't think it's enough to get it done. Um, I think there's too many right now, unless they start picking it up again, unless the offense starts clicking on all cylinders, if Moose comes back. Um, uh, I just, I don't, I think there's too many soft spots. I can't rely on, you know, two bats to get the job done. Right. And Rendon and Bogarts. Uh, and they've been really the only, you know, monsters in the lineup. Um, there's just too many soft spots. Part part of that falls on me. Uh, you know, I had picked uh, Dearno up uh, while uh, Gary Sanchez was injured, and uh, I hung on to him uh, just because it was nice to fill that catcher position when uh, Gary Sanchez wasn't starting. And Mercado had been hot, um, but I hung on to him. I mean, you could even argue, even though I love him because of his uh, versatility, but... Um, Miguel Gonzalez, uh, that he was dispensable. Uh, so I think, you know, if I lose this matchup, uh, it's 100% on me. Uh, I don't think I, you know, I got to the point in the season where I had plenty of acquisitions that I could have done something with uh, towards the end of the regular season, but I just kind of kept guys, 
rather than kind of, you know, making some changes to prepare for the playoffs, like keeping Mercado and all those guys that I just mentioned, they are no, um, and Gonzalez. Uh, so I think a little, a little mismanagement uh, with the lineup. And that. And uh, who? He's not going to cook, see if you have anything to add. And uh, definitely the uh, the pitching, the pitching acquisitions in the beginning. So I think as far as BMW stands, the take on BMW, that's that's how we feel right now. Um, you know, I still like our chances going forward. Um, Weymouth is definitely a threat. I'm sure we'll all get into that. Um, but that's just my assessment of my team. And even if we do make it in the second round, uh, it's looking like we'll face Neil. Um, you know, I would rather face Neil than Mike if things had worked out for Mike. Um, but at the same time, Neil Neil's team is, you know, I don't. If we do make it to the second round, I'm not sure we'll have the uh, the ability to recover from our matchup with Weymouth because uh, it's looking like we'll have to use that last acquisition uh, for a starter uh, potentially. Um, I don't see it, man. I don't Jim's know got two starters left. You have to be able five. to uh, recover during that matchup because uh, the Naturals will be coming at us. So that's just my take right now. Yeah, the Warriors, I think, still have an uphill climb this weekend because, like Brad said, it's got two starts. You have four starts. That's a lot to overcome, and especially he's already down 60 points. Do they have? Do you guys have any pitchers going tonight? I have Bumgarner going right now? later. And he's, does Jim have anybody going tonight? Well, Bauer got, Bauer's going to pitch tomorrow, probably. And Did you count uh, that? Jim, that Jim has to, Jim, Jim has more pitching than that. Uh, I just looked at it, had two starts left. So let's say, so after tonight, after tonight, um, he's got Kershaw going tomorrow in Arizona. Okay. So that's one. Which I know, but Arizona hits left as well. Hitters part Bauer, two. Bauer would be two. Bauer's just going to get pushed back a day, I would assume. And then uh, third would be Morton. So he has three. So he's got three. They didn't show Bauer's game, but yeah. I have, I have no one at this point going tomorrow, and I have uh, the three. I think I have four. three going. Uh, three big guys, though. I have three going. Is it a Giolito, Strasburg, and somebody? Yeah, I have Pineda, Strasburg, and Giolito yeah, going so the last day. So it's 3-3. Three, three, big, uh, big game pitchers. And I don't know if I'm going to wait, wait until Sunday or uh, you know tomorrow to uh, use that last acquisition. Yeah. See you for, for Sunday. Figure out what you're going to need to Yeah, see what's going on. Because I mean, go, if you go into Sunday with a huge lead, you, you can pick up somebody for the week after that. Yeah. Instead of wasting. I mean, season. that's that's what I would like to do. Yeah. Ideally. But we'll see what but the we'll see how Kershaw yeah, and Bauer pitch tomorrow. Tomorrow's Both of those guys. Tomorrow tomorrow there's some have decent to make, you have to make the move tonight. Exactly. Tomorrow there's he's some decent the people. Yeah, he can. He can, but then he's just he's blocking himself in for Sunday or Monday. Right. If someone's on the board tomorrow. Mm, who's pitching who's available really tomorrow? Not, yeah, exactly. So see tomorrow too tomorrow there's some decent people. Okay. And uh, yeah. Sunday is not. Sunday's not a pitcher. It's not uh, looking great from what I've looked into. But it's gonna be a roll of the dice no matter what at this point. But anyways, that's just my take at this point. And uh, 
I think we should get into uh, Weymouth. Yeah. And what they've done. Because I do think uh, Jim's team is playing well. And I don't think it's over. I think it's going to go down to it's the definitely No, definitely not over at all. I, I think I mean, it's that's over. Why, that's, go, why I mean, did, that's why we did this matchup last. I think, I think this is over. I don't think it's over. It's a 60-point lead right now, which that can evaporate in a heartbeat. Especially with Pro having no pitchers tomorrow and Jim having Kershaw and Bauer. Those are two guys that can easily put up 30-point games. Easily. Kershaw is at Arizona. And Arizona hits a shit of the lefties. Best Still. case scenario for me tomorrow, Kershaw gets... 33 points. No. Best case, I'm going 20. No. No. Okay. I don't agree with that. Okay, man. Coming That's from, best case Coming scenario. from the guy who thought Mike's team best had case. a pitching staff that could help and manage the playoffs. I just hey, don't it's, see it. I don't see it happening. Well, yeah, you don't see it now, but they were pitching well before. Listen, I didn't. See, I don't see how Mike Miner and Wade Miley are still pitching well, but somehow they are. Mike Miner, I get. Wade Miley, if, I don't let, get. Let's put it this way. If Mike Miner and Wade Miley were on Mike's team, you would be beating the shit out of him for keeping those guys in the rotation. <laughs> no, I'd Yes, I'd, you would, I'd, dude. I, I yes, would you say, would. I'd say because Lance Lynn was pitching better than Wade Miley. And I offered Caleb Mike, Smith was pitching better than Wade Miley. I offered Mike a trade with all those guys in it. Yeah, all but, of them. but the pitchers he had, what I, I imagine would have been, been better than Wade Miley down the stretch. It's are, Wade Miley. It, doesn't it is Wade Miley. He's on the Astros. They get wins. He gets wins. Pro, I'm just looking at the Warriors, okay? They're just not... Kettle Marte's not playing tonight. Probably won't play. Well, do we tomorrow. have time to get into the Warriors, or is that going to time out? It'll time out, but I can just stop it and redo another segment. All right. Well, yeah. Then let's let's. Uh, you know, I, I talked about let's... I talked about my team. All right. So we left off talking about Jim and Pro's matchup. Um. Was there something somebody wanted to say about the Warriors? Forget what we were. Yeah, well, I think we we're gonna delve into the to the Warriors and their performance. And, yeah. And their team. Yeah. And I mean, basically, it's, it's just been the pitching, right? I mean, the offense has been all right, but Bauer throwing up that negative seventeen that hurt a lot. This is what happened when you mix three things together. You mix bad pitching with new wine addiction, and then Michaela Harris. Ooh, this is, is a recipe for disaster. That is a recipe Ooh. for disaster. I mean, you're, you're, you gotta expect this. You gotta expect this. All right. Well, this, this took a, this took a turn. This took a fucking turn. But, uh, all I have to say is, uh, Weymouth definitely has a lineup. Uh, definitely has contributed and carried this team. And I really don't think the pitching is that bad outside the, uh, the blow, uh, the Bauer blow up. Um, Morton I mean, had a I bad game. Morton, Morton hasn't been, has been good. Yeah. Morton has not been good. But if you look at the lineup, I think they've yeah, done. The you know, I don't know how the overall points come out, but I mean, when you've got Freddie Freeman, yeah, he's he's, uh, he's Mitch Garver in the uh, right. Yep. Yeah, Mitch Garver at the That's catcher it. position. Uh, Baez, uh, he's been all right. Uh, he's hit a couple key key bombs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arenado has been Arenado. During this matchup, uh, Tim Anderson has been really good. Yeah, he has been. Um, kind of an unsung hero for this team. 
Uh, the other guy who's been really good, uh, DJ Mayhew for He's been you know, the Yankees, has been a completely different player. Um, and um, you know, Marte has been good. Um, big trade there. Marte and Santana have been good. Uh, Ramirez went down. That was tough, but. I mean, other than that, nothing spectacular jumps out, but they he's put up solid points. Uh, you know, Eaton, Eaton has been insane uh, before he went down with this uh, little little injury uh, he had been. He's been uh, one of the better fantasy players over the last He's been a pest. Weeks. He's been a pest throughout the matchup uh, up until this point. And you, got, you have guys at, like Alex Gordon and uh, Kyle Schwarber who are just... You know, continue to chip in points. So, yep. uh, and Jock Peterson has hit uh, some key home runs. So, um, you know, when you have those players contributing, it's you know he's got the good lineup. Uh, the pitching, same thing. Um, I think it's been pretty solid overall, uh, except when you have like you just men mentioned. Uh, you know, Bauer got blown up. Uh, Berrios hasn't been that good. Uh, pitched a nice game uh, the other day. Uh, managed to get the win. Sonny Gray's been really good, though. Yeah, Sonny Gray's been unreal this that's, year. That's a big yeah. uh, point of frustration for me. Because I actually had him at one point when his, uh, you know, the peripherals look good. And I just didn't have the patience. I think I had talked about that. Yep. Uh, so that that kind of hurts. Question. He's been really good. You guys think Clayton Kershaw's a keeper? I think, I think he's a keeper. Yeah, he's 100% a keeper. He's Kershaw's getting been good. Jim is keeping him 100%. Uh, Corbin's been good. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I think Jim, I think I counted 14 potential keepers on his team. You've got a lot of I don't, I'm very yeah, interested yeah. to see what he does this offseason because that's a lot of money if he's keeping how much, 14. Yeah, how much is that? But I, I think it'd be like $800. <laughs> 10 was 500 No, 10 was 480 480 I think. So add another... Couple hundred, so yeah, talking seven, eight hundred bucks. Jesus, there's no way he's, he's paying that unless he wins this year. Yeah, I think outside of Bauer, the Bauer blow up and uh, Morton, I think his rotation has gotten the job done. Uh, Erod had gotten the job done yeah. uh, before he used that spot for some spot starts. Lester ended up being a great pickup, got the job done. Um, Marco Gonzalez today is killing him though, he's yeah. gonna end up with like negative four or something, but. I mean, a very, very solid uh, first-round run. I think it's going to be close to the end. I know you, you know, I don't know what you guys think, but, you know, I'm, I'm still Yeah, Brad is over. I mean, I'm, I'm leaning towards it's over, but I mean, anything can happen. I don't, would I be shocked if Jim came back? No. Pro is but now I think it's, I think it's over. Almost 90 points. Yeah. Since we, but, since we took that break on the podcast, things have changed dramatically. But here's, here's I guess... My my controversial question, um, like regardless of the outcome, like do you do you credit uh, Jim for the success that he's had, or do you do you feel like more like he took over a gold mine, uh, like he took over Pete's team and he's just kind of I. I don't do you, measure success, so all I see my you. opinion before you yeah, before you finish is he like kind of made that team his own. Like he did, he made a lot of moves. He for sure made that team his own. 
And we um, could go back and dissect every trade, which there there's been a lot of them. At some but point, I mean, you we look will at, probably do that. But you just look at the at the Rendon and Blackman for Tayon trade. That was just at this point, uh, that's an absolute dog shit deal. Like he got fucked. And but, that completely, like, if he has those two guys on his team still, that's a monster. But didn't team. we all say that when he made that trade? I was the first one. That said yeah. That oh, yeah. It was definitely, trade. it was definitely critique, big time. But he was adamant. Tyon was great. Right. Tyon's a hero. He was all about getting pitching, in, in the offseason, and he did. He got a lot of it. But, down the stretch here, Barrios is the same guy we always knew he'd be. He's great in the first half, and then terrible in the second half. I, Jim's got um, a lot of good pieces for next year, but I mean, I, definitely. I think you can't measure. I think this year's a failure for Jim. If he gets bounced in the first round, yeah, it was if he gets bounced, yeah, it was it was World Series or bust. Yeah, but you talk about looking back on all the trades he made. Pete would have at least done where Jim got this year, if not further. With the Pete lineup and roster. Oh, I still like. I I mean, I still. Like team, Pete's team from last year better than Jim's team. That's this what year. I mean. So yeah. that, that was the question. Yeah, I still, yeah, 100%. Yeah, exactly. 100% to me, definitely. But I've been saying that all year. I like Jim making moves because I think he needed to make moves to make, improve that team, but I just didn't like the moves Jim made. I like making moves, but I don't like the ones he made. That's kind of where it stands. Yeah. And then Bregman, to me, still, that you have to look back at that and you have to be butt hurt because. You start next year without Alex Bregman, and you got Clayton Kershaw back, and who else? Cattell Marte, Carlos Santana. I mean, that trade's not really as bad as as I, as I thought it was at first. So, yeah, for He's this going year. In, yeah, but when you're starting fresh, you want one guy. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think. You listen, I was Santana. I was the number one person against that trade when he made it, but at this point, I. I, I can understand, I, and I think I don't think it's really going to be that bad for him I do. down the stretch. I do. Are you just saying that because a couple guys have shit the bed at, at the wrong no, time? No, no. I just I mean if you look at if you look, Bowers had a good season overall. He traded Francisco Lindor, right? Straight that up, was a Lindor yeah. trade. Um, Bauer had been pretty good. Uh, same thing with uh, I forget who he gave up for Charlie Morton. Bowers I mean, the pitching, Bauer's the pitching, it. he made the pitching better. I think he made it a better team. The Morton deal was LeMahieu and Morton for Josh Bell and David Price. Which is a fair deal. If you look back, that's not a that's been a pretty Josh Bell's been nasty. Yeah. I think that's a pretty Josh overall. Bell's been nasty, but you get rid of David Price and then you get Charlie Morton who up until, you know, the first round of the playoffs great. had been a top five guy. And then uh, you get DJ LeMahieu who's been yeah. unbelievable. I don't. Know. I, just, I think from the time from the time they made that trade, the Josh Bell trade and DJ Lemayhew, I think they may be similar in points from that point forward. I just look at Jim's team, and I like I like that I like that he made moves, but again, I think he could have done a better job in the off season and in the trade deadline for trading other players and getting close to what he got back. But again, that's just my opinion. I mean, you look at the guys that he had coming into. This year on his team, I mean, he got rid of Mookie, Lindor, Rendon, Blackman. Those are some tough names to swallow. Yeah. But at the same time, like you guys just mentioned, and no, so, got, yeah, no he wouldn't have got the top pitching that he got without those guys trading him. 
And this year's been a struggle on the waivers. Like, there's not been oh, that many good waivers. Waivers have been brutal. Yeah. So he's going to struggle to fuck her draft pitching. For what he made his team into, I think he's done a good job. Yeah, but we just already said we'd rather have Pete's team than. No, his. I know, but I'm saying for what from what he made his team into, he's done for the team that he's got. He's done all right. But yeah, I would still rather have Pete's team from last year. Because, but I mean, I'm biased because I'm all about bats, and I would rather take all bats than Jim's team with the pitch that he has. Yeah, I I agree with that. So. It'll be interesting offseason for a lot of teams. Yeah, I mean, I'm the minute that the uh, the tampering period's over and the the championship is ended, I'm I'm going to be firing off offers left and right. Send them. I'm I'm getting rid of few guys on my team. They're gone, gone. They will not be on the high rollers next year. So we'll see what happens. We'll have to uh, have another podcast soon. But every, everybody's available. so Everybody. Even Mike Trout. If somebody comes with a big enough big enough, big enough offer... Trout will go? Oh, absolutely. You want to add more I'm, keepers? I'm willing to keep as many people as I think it's necessary to win next year. <laughs> I will keep all bats or whatever, however many bats are allowed to start. I'll keep that many bats, no pitchers, and just draft fucking pitchers in that. In the yeah, draft. we just said I, this is why that approach I just don't think works. There's the the waivers this year for pitching has been brutal. So you got yeah, well, you, you got to you got to get the yeah you got to hit the right hit ones. Home runs. Yeah. I know, but you got to hit them. Dude, I went into this year with with Strasburg, Sale, Snell, and Paxton, and then they all just shit the bed on me. So, well, Sale wasn't Sale. Paxton was awful at the beginning of the year. Strasburg was good. But, um, what do you feel about that trade? Snell was Snell was. Awful. You regret that trade now? Which trade? Trout for uh, straws and sale. Uh, no. No. I even mean, with I know. Sale being out, I mean, I know. What? Even with sale being out. Yeah, even with sale being out, I can't. At the time, see, I look at, I look at it. You know, uh, it's easy. You know, if I was in. Outside perspective, uh, looking in, I'd say, yeah, you know, maybe that was not uh, not a good deal, but um, at least back at, back at that point in time, I wouldn't have done anything differently, and I don't. Um, no, I thought it was a good trade. I like I like what I like what uh, Strasburg is doing enough to uh, justify the trade. I don't think. Um, Mancini has cooled down. He's part of that deal too. Yeah. Uh, Mancini is not not helping me out right now, but up until actually up until this first round matchup, he had been okay. Yeah. I mean, he had been. He been what you traded to the same guy that you traded for. Yeah, I mean, he had started to decline after the All Star break, but he was at least serviceable. Now he's not really doing much of anything, but you know, Trout obviously a hard player to give up, but I think what I got. In both Sale and Strasburg, uh, or I should say that the other way around, uh, definitely uh, was a good move. You know, Sale going down. You know, I didn't see that. You know, you don't see that coming uh, back in July. But even now, uh, with 
with everything. I still think uh, Strasburg's been very good, so uh, I don't regret the trade. And well, with learning that Sale's not going to be Tommy John, what's your plan with him this offseason? You still going to try and shop him, or are you just going to uh, go next year with him on your team? Uh, I'm good with Sale on my team. I'm good with Sale on my team, uh, only because you know what, you know whatever uh, injuries he's dealing with. Uh, you know, we'll just have to take that as it comes. But I mean, I look at know, that. I go as back. Who's who's better than him? How are you going to upgrade your pitching from him? Like that's yeah. available. Well, that's you're see, not. You're not. I don't think. You know, if he was pitching with an injury, and he did what he did, and if you look at yeah the what is it the four ERA that doesn't look good, but he still was still punching people out. He was still pitching well enough. Uh, you could argue that he would have more points if the Red Sox pulled their heads out of their asses uh, and got him wins. You know, that's out of his control. But he was punching people out. Uh, his peripherals looked good. You know, he had uh, a handful of blow-ups, but I'll take those out. Uh, it's still Chris Sale, even with the injury, you know, that or whatever he was dealing with. Uh, you know, I'm going to keep Chris Sale. Uh, and... You know, like I said, Rendon, Bogarts, and Giolito are the probably the three that are untouchable. Uh, but uh, like you talked about, it's a tough, it's a tough market. You're probably not going to get what you want. You know, sales available, but I see sale. I still see sale as a, uh, a top ten pitcher. I agree with that. Um, so I think I'd be better off hanging on to him. Um, despite everything that's happened. Uh, unless, you know, if someone's willing to pay actual Chris Sale value, which I don't think will happen, but if it does happen, then yeah, I'll, you know, I'll kick the tires and see what's out there. He's a guy, though, I'm that, not, he's a guy that you keep. Yeah. Because you're not going to get, I don't, this is how I look at that. You don't want to, you don't want a two or three for one deal for him. Like, go, going into the office, no. you don't want that. So he's yeah. a guy you probably keep, and then next year if he's still having issues, that's a guy like for me like Okuna, that I said I can get players that are good this year, like multiple players, and that have some that have potential to, I'm going to keep. Yeah, that's what you can do with Chris Sale. You're not going to you're not going to trade him in the offseason no. to have to keep three guys. No, no, no. Yeah, I mean I still I still like Chris Sale going forward, and you know my plan is to keep him. Um, and you know, if it turns out, if the injury turns out to be more, or if it doesn't pan out, that's just something that I'll that I'll just live with. Shane has a lot of prospects. It. If you're interested, he does. I don't know if we want to do- talk about out. Shane and his prospects, but no, we don't need to. Don't I don't. No, we don't need to talk about that. Cox is ready to take over your team, Shane. Better step it up, <laughs> bud. He's here chomping at the bit. He said, "You're a pussy boy." I don't think he's really chomping at the bit. He's chomping. He's chewing. Well, he's, he's chewing, chewing but. <laughs> but, but, yeah, that's where that's where we stand with Chris Sale. So you know, if things don't pan out uh, this year, uh, we like him, part of the squad. He's uh, still what twenty nine? Next year, thirty. He's thirty now. He just over, turned thirty in March. Yeah, yeah, he'll be over over thirty. But same as us, he should come on our thirtieth trip if we have one. Yeah, we should invite him. That crazy? The guy was probably class of 08, just like us. He's probably one year ahead of us. Uh, seven. Seven. Still. Yeah. 
Anything else anybody else wants to add? Are we going to delve into uh, keepers for each team, or should we uh, save that for a future podcast? Or should we save future. it for, yeah, future? That's more like the end, an end of the season, yeah. off-season type of... Because that'll be an interesting podcast. Yeah, off-season type of podcast, yeah. We'll just do, and we'll just dedicate an entire podcast to going over, like, talking about keepers. You could do that with, like, the championship. You could, do the cha- you could highlight the championship yeah. round and then do a, a potential keeper break. Or we could yeah. do it in the... I mean, we, the off-season's so long, we could do a couple different... Oh, yeah. Podcast about it, and then teams are going to be trimming the fat. I'm not going to be trimming the fat because I refuse to do it. Now that we, now that we uh, have to choose keepers 15 minutes before the deadline. Best thing that was the, done by the CBA. No, that was the worst thing. It's been best thing that's been done by the CBA. Thank you, Cam, for yeah. the CBA. That's yeah. the one thing that everybody universally hated, except for you. It passed. So I know. Well, yeah, they thought it. they thought it was going to be a better idea than it was. Yeah, BMW. We'll get into it on that episode, but uh, BMW will be keeping a lot of players. Whew. It will be a high payroll team Whew. next year. We have a lot of a lot of keeper potential. I think I think five, possibly six teams will be keeping ten plus guys. So I mean, we're talking at, the payroll could be at, up to four thousand or the pocket could be four thousand dollars. I'm looking year. at fourteen to fifteen guys. Right now. <laughs> I'm looking at fourteen <laughs> or fifteen. That's a thousand dollars. That's a thousand dollars. Yeah, we're going in big time. This is going to be the biggest. <laughs> you better hope you we're win not, this year. We're not going to be the only big spenders. We're going all in. We're going all in, full bush. Wow, this is that is you're dropping that on us at the end of the podcast. Wow, wow. it's a lot of nose candy for the winner. I mean, I've got like 10, 11 guys right now. Look at look at my look, team. There's fourteen to fifteen guys. I'd have to check again. Yeah, that's. But you'd be keeping like, that means you'd be keeping Moose. You'd be keeping. Dude, look at his. You'd be points keeping what? Mancini or Dozier? Do, would you keep one of those points guys? per game? Look at Dozier's points per game. I don't. I I mean I get it. Mancini. I get it. Mancini uh, remains to be evaluated, but uh, <laughs> Dozier, Dozier and Moose. Look at the points per game. Dozier's pretty good, and he's a lot of position eligibility. I don't know if I'll maintain that. Well, that's the thing. You, you got to have at least twenty games at one spot to keep it for the next year. I mean, I've got, I've still got Stanton. I've yeah, got Stanton. I forgot about him. I've got to keep Stanton. Yeah, you have to. Kevin Newman, or whatever his name is, Paul Newman. You know what everybody does when he's Finally he struck out. So, Jordy, enjoy that. Strike out. All right, I think it's a good place to wrap it up. So, we'll be, uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks for the second round analysis. Um... Big draft tomorrow. Yeah, huge draft tomorrow. Football, football draft. Western Mass Fantasy Football League. Everybody in this league except for... Actually, everybody in the league, I think, is in, right? Yeah, everyone in this... Uh, except for Brett. Well, except for Brett. Everybody's in. Yeah, so. We'll be in attendance, so. Yeah. Maybe we'll get a football podcast going. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I don't think like there's, a, there's as much to talk about, but still... Maybe we'll drop a couple here and there. But, all right. We're out. Thanks, you guys, for coming. And uh, we'll catch you guys in the next one.